0: There's been a focus, as we saw yesterday and today, on the testimony, the witness of John the Baptist. As you're aware, John was sent to prepare a way for the Lord, but then he was still obviously present when Christ appeared himself. And of course, the baptism in the Jordan was that very significant moment of meeting between John the Baptist and, and the Lord. And and so we're having stories, as we see from the Gospel today, around that time, the time of the baptism of the Lord, before the Lord had formally commenced his public ministry. As you know, after baptism, he went off into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and then came back and and commenced formally, if you like, his public ministry. So we just have that time around the baptism of the Lord and and we're given through the the reading of the Gospel today a, a, a look at... Um, particularly the, the ministry of, of John the Baptist, if you like, in pointing out the Messiah when he finally came, before he was telling the people, the Messiah is about to come, prepare. But now the Messiah is there. John the Baptist is giving, as we saw at the end of the reading today, his personal witness. This is the one I've been speaking about. This is the chosen one of God. We heard at the very end of the gospel today. We have in the gospel, today's gospel, just a couple of very interesting comments made by John the Baptist about Jesus and about his mission, his ministry. The first one is really when you think about an extraordinary statement that John the Baptist makes, words that we're very familiar with from Mass, of course. He says, there is the Lamb of God. He takes away the sins of the world. That's an extraordinary statement when you think about it. Because what John the Baptist is announcing here is quite precisely why Jesus came. The Lamb, of course, the Lamb of God, is a reference to the sacrificial lamb. That, as you know, each Passover a lamb will be sacrificed, and it goes back, as you know, to the story of the Exodus and the lamb being sacrificed, the blood freeing the people from the the angel coming over and just uh, and killing all the firstborn of the Egyptians. So, when Jesus, when when John describes Jesus as the Lamb of God, he's straight away directing attention to why Jesus came. He was to be the Lamb. of who was to be sacrificed. So that, again, is, is uh, an extraordinary revelation about the purpose and the meaning of the coming of Christ. The Chosen One of God would come, ultimately, to be the Lamb who would be, would be sacrificed. And as I said, of course, this, these words of John, of John the Baptist, we say at every Mass. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Maybe when we say it today at Mass, you know, we say it three times, don't we? Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Maybe you when we say what we say those words, sing those words today at Mass, we can think back to John the Baptist firstly, and him saying those words, describing the purpose of Christ. And of course, then we participate in the fruits of redemption. And receive Holy Communion. So that's the first thing that comes out of the, the Gospel today. John identifying Jesus as the Lamb of God, the Lamb who was to be sacrificed. The second point of witness that uh, John the Baptist gives is his experience of when Jesus was, was baptised by him in the Jordan. You know the story again, and we'll hear it in a couple of weeks in the Sunday Liturgy when we have the celebration of the baptism of the Lord. John is baptising people, as you know, in the Jordan. It was a, it was, he saw it simply as, I want, you to sh- I want you to come. If you're serious about repentance, if you're serious about preparing for the coming of the, of, of the, of the Messiah, then what I want you to do is, is wash yourself as a way of saying, I want to be washed clean. I want to be washed clean of my sins. I want, to be, I want to be a new person ready to greet the Messiah. Just like if somebody important is coming to your place for dinner, what are you going to have to go and have a shower, don't you? You yeah, get all cleaned up. Get all ready uh, for the, 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 the special guest who's going to come. So that was kind of the idea that, that John the Baptist had. He was preaching, now look, the, the, the Messiah is about to come. So let's get ready. And, 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 the, and his um, baptism in, in the Jordan River was really seen as a washing clean and saying, I want to get rid of all my past life, my wrong things I've done. I'm really truly really sorry for what I've done. I don't want to be ready and prepared for the coming of the Messiah. So John, John very clearly understood this was just simply a symbolic action that he was doing, uh, he was encouraging people to do, as a way of, of saying, I really want to be ready for when the Messiah comes. And so when Jesus comes up for, for baptism, as you know the story, it, John says, "Well, well, well way on. <laughs> this, you're not supposed to be baptized. Um, the baptism is really to get people prepared for you. you know, and, and so John's a bit bit uh, confused by the fact that Jesus wants to, to, uh, to be baptized, and, and Jesus says, just, let it, "Just just do it. Just do it. It's OK, John. Just relax. <laughs> Don't get anxious. Just, just, just do it. So John, I imagine, he's probably a bit embarrassed, a bit awkward, you know, because this was, this was not what the baptism was meant to be about, you see. So, so, so then, uh, so John says, all right, okay, if you want to do it, all right, <laughs> and, and baptises him. And then, of course, as he tells us today, he sees what happens. After baptism, something extraordinary happens. The Holy Spirit is manifest over Jesus. And in that moment, John the Baptist sees that this is, a, 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 firstly, a manifestation of the fact that the Messiah is the one anointed with the Holy Spirit. whose power and ministry is going to be driven, if you like, by the Holy Spirit. It's also a manifestation, that moment, a very special moment because the manifestation of the Trinity. Because the Father says, this is my beloved Son. And the Holy Spirit is there. It's the first presence of the Holy Trinity witnessed to in Scripture. So this event was very significant. And, and of course, what it, it's done, and we realise, is transform the whole meaning. What John was doing before, the symbolic action, it now takes on a whole new, a whole new dimension because it's, it's going to this now, when baptisms take place, it's going to be an action of the Holy Spirit And of course that's the the foundation to our Christian baptism. That's why Jesus at the very end of his ministry would say to go out to all the world, proclaim the gospel, baptise them. You've got to baptise them, not just proclaim the gospel, baptise them in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. So very clearly... uh, Jesus had in mind that this moment of his baptism in the Jordan was actually going to to take what John had already done but wonderfully transform it and and baptism was actually going to become the critical sacrament, if you like, of conversion was going to become not just a repentance to get ready for the Messiah but actually to receive the Messiah into your own life so baptism then was going to become this powerful moment when the Holy Spirit would come down the power of God would come down to transform the person who wants to be a follower, wants to become a disciple of Jesus. So, so John s- saw this event happening and realised this was a great revelation of Jesus. And, and John then was understanding that, yes, that Jesus was actually going to, to bring in a whole new dimension to the meaning of what he was doing in his, in his baptism in the Jordan. So he says he says in the, in the gospel to say, "I saw this happen, and I, and I realized this, too, is a great and clear witness to the Messiah and to the mission and purpose of the Messiah. He's going to bring in a new baptism, which will be a baptism in the Holy Spirit. And that then becomes the third point in the gospel today. Something of profound significance, and today we'll be devoted to exploring the meaning and significance of this. Because Jesus, through his death and resurrection, the Lamb of God who was going to be sacrificed, was actually going to then unleash the power of the Holy Spirit upon all those who would believe. And so John the Baptist again recognises there's a whole new era coming upon humanity. It's the era of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be through his actions of of his death and resurrection that God then will release the power of the Holy Spirit and then all those who believe will live now not just trying to be good, not just wanting to believe, not just trying to follow a path to get the right... Wisdom and guidance to lead a path by our own efforts. But this new era is going to be the era of the Holy Spirit. God's power is going to be at work in the life of everyone who believes. And so today, this will be the focus of our reflection and our prayer. And the liturgy today if like, opens the door for what will be lying ahead for us. This is the most extraordinary dimension to Christianity. It's not just what we believe. It's not just a moral code by which we we try to live. It is the power of God working in our lives, saving us, transforming us, raising uh, raising us up in holiness and making us saints ready for eternal life. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.